Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. I'm Linda Hutchinson, sitting here with my strong but silent, silent Merle Hutchinson. Merle, you're silent. I'm not being silent. I'm just not being heard. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. But what do you mean by that? I'll tell you what. Let's show our video clip, Mm. and then you'll know exactly what I mean by that. Yeah. Here's our last video clip of our series, the Toolbox series, Silent But Deadly. Check it out. That sounds like something our kids would say. Oh, yes. Let's (laughs) see if this is you and your spouse ever. Here we go. Hey, hon. What are you you doing? Well, it's a commercial, and so I was kind of wondering and hoping that maybe we could talk for a little bit. About what? Well, I feel like the last several months, it's just been really, I don't know, I feel like we've just disconnected, and that's been kind of silent, cold with each other. I don't know what you're talking about. Can we turn the TV back on? I'm watching the game. I mean, it's paused, and we can get back to it, but... I feel like we just keep avoiding these conversations and we, we're busy or we're sitting down on the TV or our phones or computers and we just don't connect. Like, what's going on? Are you okay? I'm fine. Okay, I'm fine. I just, can we turn the TV back on? Like, are, are we okay? Are you and I okay? Because I feel like something's up. Now, there's really just nothing up, nothing, nothing new, nothing different, hon. It is just, it is what it is. So Honey, let's I, turn the TV back on. We've been married 34 years. And this last year, I just feel like it's cold. It's just, it's like we're going through the motions. It's like we're roommates. And, and I just don't, I don't think that's what God wants for our relationship. I think, feel like there's more, but something's up and you're not sharing with me. And so it's really hard to understand, like, what's going on? Have I, I done something? I don't even know what to share. Okay. It's been 34 years of, of this. This is how it rolls. Okay. This is our relationship. This is where we are. So I don't know what to tell you. And, and I'm, this is where we're at. I'm not saying it's all you. Obviously, I'm doing something that is shutting you down or pushing you away. And so I just want to know, like, what's going on and help me understand. I don't really know. Can we just get back to the game? We got no answers here, you know. I got nothing for you. Got, honey, I feel like we need some outside help. I, I feel like you and I aren't communicating. This TV seems to be what we always go to and run to. And, and I feel like there is something more. And, and I just, I've really been praying about it, and I feel like we need to get some outside help. A pastor or a counselor, would you be willing to go with me? I'm not making any commitments to anything. We've been together for 34 years, okay? Like, I've not seen anything big or different or change. This is kind of where we are, you know? I mean, we come home from work. We sit down. You don't bother me. I don't bother you. Let's just, I I don't really know what you're getting at. I'm getting at the fact that I believe there's something more for us. I, I don't, I'm not wanting somebody different. I'm not saying I'm ready to give up. I'm just saying that, I believe there's something more for us, and, and it's with us. It's with the two of us, and, but I feel like we need some help with it. Would you be willing to go with me if I, if I made a call for a counselor? I just don't know about the whole, I don't know. I, well, I, I don't know even what any of that is about. Like, okay. well, I, 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 don't, I can't even answer that. Well, I don't want to go behind your back. 
And so I wanted you to know that I, I found a counselor's name and I, I'm going to make a phone call and I'm going to make an appointment and I would love for you to go with me. But even if you don't, I'm going because I feel like I believe there's something better out there. And I believe God's got something for us as a couple. So I just wanted you to know that. But I would love for you to go with me if you were willing. Let me think about it, okay? I'll think about it. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying yes. Just let me think about it. I'll let you know. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Can we turn TV back on? Yeah. Okay. Mm. So how about that? You know what? I didn't forget any of my words. <laughs> I didn't forget and any I of my lines. And I under control. And so you stayed under control. There you go. That's a first for both things. All right. So you can see from the video uh, what Lynn and I are talking about here. So today's show is one, mm. uh, as we talk about tools in the toolbox, this is the tool that people often um resort to because it's an easy tool to use. It takes very little commitment, uh, very little skill, and you can just endure for the longest of times. Mm. Sometimes we refer to it as silent treatment, okay? Mm. Sometimes, uh, as John Gottman refers to it, and we'll talk a little bit about that, something called stonewalling. And it has more to do with you know, this isn't going to go my way. We're not going to make any headway. So we're just going to be quiet. Endure. You know, hon, we had a lot of conversation before we decided how to film that clip that you just saw, because we really didn't know who was going to be the silent person. And, and we've seen it both ways, right? We've seen <laughs> mm-hmm. it, the women kind of just like go cold and just get busy and not engage with their spouse. But more likely it happens with the guy. Tell me uh, a little bit about what you mean by that or why. So um, I'd say more likely it goes with the guy only because a lot of times us guys are not confident in our communication skills. Mm. And we, we do not like to upset the apple cart. We don't like our house to be uh, one full of uh, argument and mm. just tension. And so... You know, if we feel like we're not going to be heard or we get shut down, we we just go, you know, this is not a hill I'm going to die on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that doesn't mean that we forget that we're not being heard. Like, it's not like we walk away going, oh, no, it's okay. We just don't need to talk. It's like we walk away and we're like, "Hmm, Mm -hmm. well, she'll never listen anyway. And we hold that resentment. Yeah. And so if you've been watching and following our Toolbox series, this is week five. And in week one, we started with nagging. And that was mine. Yeah, baby. That was me. And that that was me. (laughs) Way way too many words, way too many opinions and emotions into a conversation. And and what we're going to see is that eventually when a man feels like they've been kind of worn down mm-hmm. and they can't engage or win or be heard they shut down and they go into stonewall and and, and hon i would confess that mm. um this uh skit today here this scene would be more me mm. you know mm-hmm. because you you do want to know mm. you are better at talking and getting thoughts out quicker and so that comes across to a lot of us men as mm-hmm. nagging because you you don't let it sit you get right back don't out there but us guys this would be more me and i've been guilty of this before where something has bothered me and i've i just let it go mm. i just let it go and we've talked about this on shows mm-hmm. sometimes the shows of uh where you hear me say whatever Ugh. and those kinds 
kinds of things. Can I just say, those are like fingernails on a blackboard to me, whatever. And they're usually like with little hands, like whatever. They they weren't fingernails on the blackboard until you and I started doing more of this Mm. for a living. You actually started (laughs) to see what that means. And so um, it, it has to do with our inadequacy of either in the nagging situation, it's Linda's inadequacy to get um, the the answer that she wants, all right? And in my silent, it's my inadequacy to get the answers that I want, mm-hmm. all right? And so it, it's this whole this stalemate. So what we want to talk about, hon, is you, you saw that video, all right? We want to talk about how we work through these. Yeah. And, and so one of the things we want to be careful with is we're not here to change your personality. By your nature, you have your personality. Linda's personality is much more um, extroverted. She's much more verbal. <laughs> Go ahead and say she's, it. She's Talk just, more. no, she, she, when she goes to a party, that energizes her. When I go to a party, I have to get my energy up to go to the party. Mm-hmm. And so th- that's part of personality. And that's not what we're after here. That's not what we're trying to change. Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to look at is, you know, everybody, ha- every couple has a different engagement style. Yeah. All right. But let's, let's set some things up. And we really didn't even talk about this son but this is something that's really been heavy on my heart with couples lately and that is I want you to go into your relationship and into a difficult conversation believing the best about your partner okay let's not assume the worst that they're having an affair or they don't love you anymore or they're ready to move out let's believe the best that maybe something is going on at work maybe it is something going on personally with them maybe they're grieving the loss still of a, of a friend or a family member you know let's let's believe the best and that they you are dealing with a good willed person okay it's not an evil monster it's not a cold-hearted person it's a good person that's maybe wounded or stressed or struggling or depressed and you're first going to try to engage them to figure out what's going on yeah but, but let's when we talk about believing the best We have to even establish that because if there has been a lot of history Mm. of brokenness and of trust breaking, then that's Mm -hmm. a difficult place to start. So we have to establish from the get-go, like, well, what is my level of trust? Mm -hmm. Do I believe that she wants me to go to counseling because she believes it's in our best interest? Hmm. Or is she trying to prove that I'm wrong again Mm. and she's trying to manipulate me again? And so you have to kind of establish, and you did a good job in the skit, hon, just about owning some things. Mm -hmm. Like, you're like, no, I mean, maybe I'm doing some things here. And so that started to make me perk up a little bit, like, Mm. so you would really be willing mm. to say that you weren't all perfect in this either yeah okay so the last thing any of us want is to feel like we got trapped into something yeah. because you know then um listen i don't trust your intentions yeah and i can't tell you how many times i've had couples walk in our office and the man has almost been drugged there because he thought for sure it was going to be about throwing him under the right. bus right. and that it was just going to be bashing him and so we try to make it very clear, like, we understand it's two people that have got you where you are. And so once they realize that I'm not against them, that we're working toward the good of the marriage, that they're like, oh, okay, maybe I'll come mm-hmm. back. 
you know? Right. You know, John Gottman talks about the idea that we don't need to get everybody to communicate the same. What we need to do is look at what things couples do that are successful Mm. and try to copy and learn those. And what do couples do that are not being successful? We need to avoid those. And when he talks about the four horsemen, he came to the four different things that couples do that we can universally see Mm. do not lead to good things, okay? So you you might want to, and we did this, by the way, in the show Predictors of Divorce. We really encourage you to go back there. Um, It was a show we did, I I would say, in the wintertime. Yeah, we'll put that in the notes. um, and Because that was a good show that just talks about all of these different spaces but you might be asking why he called it the four horsemen but he basically the four horsemen of the apocalypse was the end of your marriage right like these are four signs that the end times are coming and so these aren't good things and so these are the four things that kind of determine that your marriage is coming to an end and you got to do some work to change them and stonewalling was one of them yeah just quickly there were criticism (laughs) contempt defensiveness and stonewalling Mm -hmm. and so we would like to lean in on the stonewalling today because this is the one that we've done shows about before where we did slow fade and things like that where marriages will go well past the 10 or 15 year mark Mm. they may go into 20 plus years and there's just like you saw in the video you know pretty much this is what it is would you just turn the tv back on Mm -hmm. you don't bother me i won't bother you and we'll just sort of coexist under the same roof and so that's part of where stonewalling starts to just show its symptoms. Yeah. And you know, Han, you were saying something in that video that I really want people to really notice and take note of. When they say it is what it is and it's good as it gets, there's a lot of people out there that just believe that. Like, this is how it looks after 34 years or 40 years or 50 years. And we've had couples right. who've come in and they've been miserable for 25, 30, 40 years. And and they're just like, this is what we thought it would be. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. Don't wait that long. Right. Don't don't just sit there in the silence. Call it out. Yes, and, and as we're going to talk about how you do that, it, it doesn't have to be as good as it gets. It can mm-hmm. get so much better, yeah. but it does have to be a cooperative effort. Effort, mm-hmm. And if it's not, then it gets even more desperate because yeah. one person gets so frustrated in all their efforts while the other one's disengaged. So yeah. this is something that if you watch the first part of this video and it, and it hits you somewhere <laughs> in the heart, you know, with respect, I would ask you to show this to your mm. partner, okay? Mm. Show this because you have to be on the same page. You notice in the skit, Linda had finally made the decision and commitment that she felt like she needed to get some help, some counseling. Mm-hmm. That counseling is not going to do a whole lot of good for us in our marriage relationship unless I commit as well, okay? Mm-hmm. In fact, I could frustrate her very much if I stay that same guy and she goes and gets all these new methods and mm. techniques and researches her heart and she comes back and I'm the same stonewall. So it does take that heart of the two people coming together. So, hon, let's talk about some some basic advice that we can give. So people, you you find yourself, silent Mm -hmm. treatment is one that's used. If you're the user of it, we're calling you out as Mm -hmm. well. If you are the one who you've realized, maybe I have put my partner into that, okay? We're calling you out as well because you're two players in this. Okay, by the way, and you're like, oh no, I always talk to my spouse. But if you're always too busy to sit down and talk, if you never have time to just sit down and have a hard, good conversation, you're in the same boat. You're in the same category. You may be talking 
but never talking about hard things or your relationship. It's always about kids or work or the weather, and it never gets down to something beyond that, then you're kind of doing the same thing, just right. in a roundabout way. Right. So the first thing that we want to start with is if this video clip and if this show is sparking an interest in you, okay, the first thing is in a respectful way, as Linda did in that video, that was respectful. She didn't yell at me. We actually talked Thank about you. recording it other ways. Like maybe she'd yell at me and be no, like, you I'm don't like, ever talk to me anymore. I'm in control. She did was everybody in notice control. that? She I'm was good. Control. She was using good <laughs> skills there, okay? And so with respect, she called out the overall condition. You know, it just seems like we're drifting apart. It just seems like we're just <clears throat> existing together. And I was so, using my I statements. I feel like we're not talking anymore. I feel disconnected from you. That might not be what your partner thinks. He might think you're good, yeah. but he needs to hear your heart. Like I feel disconnected. I don't feel hurt. Just like you probably felt that way too, but you have just decided to shut down and not even try. Right. Because there's been a past, right? Yeah. So this yeah. is usually not a one mm -hmm. and done kind of thing. There's a past. These are mm -hmm. patterns that have developed. And if I haven't been able to find a level of success, I'm just mm -hmm. going to go with what I, this, this is as neutral as I can get without getting hurt. Okay. Yeah. Or hurting because I don't have an intention to hurt here. Okay. You have yeah. to remember this was not a guy sitting in the chair boiling with anger to see if he could get back at his wife. Yeah. He just didn't know where to go. And he is just better better to stay neutral in his mind. And so that's why, ladies, if your husband's the one that's giving the silent treatment, you've got to give him permission to be honest, okay? I There were things in what Merle said that made me realize that he thinks it couldn't get any better. And I need to kind of dig into that a little bit. I need to sit in that a little bit and kind of ask some more questions because he's kind of given me some cues that 34 years has gotten kind of boring to him. Mm -hmm. And I need to ask permission or I need to give him permission to be really brutally honest. Like, what, why do you say that? How do you, what is that that makes you feel that way? Well, we never go on vacation anymore. We never talk. And you used to come to my games with me or whatever. My games. Boy, that's been a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, you're not. You're not involved with what I like to do. You're not involved with my life. Yes. Right. And so here's the key mm -hmm. is to whether you, you may not think you're guilty of jumping mm -hmm. in like this, here are some things that you can recognize. If you answer your partner before they speak, you are violating this, uh -oh. okay? Yes, if you already have your brain spinning on your answer, you are mm -hmm. violating this. If you feel like you have to give your reason as to why you do what you do, you're violating this. Because if you're going to show that you're gonna lean mm -hmm. into your partner, your opinion is not important at this point. That doesn't mean in general it's not important. It means at this point, if I'm trying to engage with my partner, mm -hmm. I have to completely pull them out of their shell. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really matter whether I don't agree with why mm -hmm. he's shutting down or she's shutting down. I yeah. have to open them up. And so quickly answering for them, interrupting them, yeah. making excuses or blames when mm -hmm. they do come up with any answer, with any answer at all, okay, that right away will make him go right back into a shell. And that's the pattern that tends to happen over so much time. Mm -hmm. And you have to call out those excuses that they give you. For instance, I'm tired. Okay, when are you not going to be tired? You know, I'm stressed. Okay, when, you know, um, 
when they turn to drinking and they're drunk and you're trying to have a conversation, that's not the time. And so you're going to have to let the emotions subside. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they are had, if they did have a long day, then you may need to make an appointment with them the next day or the weekend. If, if they're drunk, let them sober up. Like you've got to get those emotions subsided so that they can be of clear mind and you can be of clear mind and have a calm conversation. And mm-hmm. I decided to do it when we were watching the Bengal game. Now I should have known. Well, that that's, would- you, that's you see. <laughs> a good time because I'm usually sleeping during that game. Well, you know, but you know, maybe if you're fired up and you're mad at the Bengals losing, then that's not really good timing. But I need to pick a time where things are calm and I am asking for his attention. Mm-hmm. A subtlety right here, a subtlety is that tone means everything. Mm-hmm. Even though you might be calm, just a, a delivery of, you know, why aren't we talking anymore? Yeah. Just, like, just that you, little could you like, give me five minutes? Yeah, yeah, just that little upswing mm, in the tone is true. just enough to go, yeah, I've heard this before. I know where it's going to go. Yep. And so just being aware of how you're going to deliver this mm-hmm. because you're tired of losing. You're tired of losing, yeah. but it, but you're doing the same thing, right? And that's the definition of insanity. So it's time for us to go, okay, yeah. how do I approach it differently? Yeah, because I mean, if you're coming across a little passive aggressive or bitter and resentful, they're gonna pick up on that. And that's yeah. probably what shut them down to start with. Yeah. You're frustrated and they can tell you're frustrated. Yeah. So you're not gonna get what you want with your frustrations. Right. And one of the things then that you did that was fantastic, and this is part of, this is the thing that would actually open the door up, mm. okay? You admitted any wrongdoing or you acknowledged it, anything that you could have done. That you so, have done. Yeah. so a lot of times we say we start with an apology, okay? Like when there's been a breakdown, when there's been some tension, mm-hmm. the apology is, is one, it has to be authentic, yeah. right? I'm sorry, but okay. <laughs> Rolling your so, eyes doesn't work. Right, right. That's not cool. But the whole idea that I've, I've laid out that apology or I've made mm-hmm. an acknowledgement, that takes the defense down from mm-hmm. the, the partner, okay? And r- right away, like, um, I'm kind of looking at her like, well, this is a little different. Yeah. We're, we're both kind of calm. Hmm. She, she's admitted a wrong on her part. <laughs> And I'm not being attacked right now. Okay, so I just got to share with my little, I I made this totally up, so you might be making fun of me, but I've been really using the applesauce method lately. Have you heard about my applesauce method? Yours, have you patented or I'm going to, I'm going to. So here's the applesauce method. Oh, you know what? You better, if I know where you're going with this. What? Trickery. Well, not exactly. Trickery. No. That's manipulation, Linda. No, hang on. Now you're it's trying to hide intent. the pill in the applesauce. Kinda, kinda. <laughs> That's a good idea. When our kids were little, they hated those those mushy vegetables, like peas. Like See, I hate peas. You should peas, never period. tell me this. Now I okay. know what you're up to. <laughs> so, but the peas were nasty, and they would always like push them out immediately. But what I would do is I would dip the spoon in peas, and then I would dip the spoon in applesauce. Right? That sounds gross. It worked. It worked. And the kids would totally like, mm, 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 they eat it. And then they realized later, much later, that they were eating peas and, and they got their vegetables. So what I want you to do is to wrap the hard stuff, the yucky stuff, the things that they're not going to like hearing or talking about in applesauce. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that could be apologies. That could be thank yous. Thank you. I know you've been working your butt off at work and you are so tired. Thank you for working Mm -hmm. for our family. Okay. Or, hey, I'm sorry that I've been kind of short with you. I know you can pick up on my bitterness and that's, I don't want to be that. Like that's a compliment or an apology. So I need you to start with that, lead with that. Okay. Asking permission to, to sit down and talk. Now, obviously he was like, no. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. You may do that once, but if you keep saying no, 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 don't take no for an answer anymore. Well, like, and again, it's the delivery of that. Mm-hmm. If it's the nagging and that kind of yeah. thing. So we have to watch the delivery. Right. And I want to switch just a little bit because we've been talking a lot about um, the person who's kind of maybe forcing the other person to be silent. But <clears throat> let's call out something here as well. If you're watching this and you recognize, oh, I'm kind of the person who goes silent. Yeah. Um, when we go silent, we're actually holding the other people hostage. Be careful because they might want that. Right. So I'm holding them hostage and that I'm not going to play the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to shut down and I'm going to make them just desire it. So it's kind of like holding applesauce about three feet away and saying, <laughs> you, I know you'd like this, but you can't have it. You yeah. can't have it. And so the part of the, the silent treatment from the person that is doing the silencing uh, or that is being silent, you have got to recognize your shortcoming. Mm-hmm. And like maybe in my case, like I sometimes it's easier for me to avoid the conflict oh. than to just go head in. Yeah. And and so that is getting me out of my comfort zone. And that mm-hmm. is my responsibility. That is yeah. my obligation to this marriage. And let's just hmm. call it out. It's my job. Yeah. Okay. And I, I may not like it, but it's like eating the peas. Uh, okay. Yeah. I have to get out of the comfort zone and I have to say, you know what? It's time for me to engage. And then again, practicing the engagement skills that yeah. we've just talked about in terms of emotional control and all those things. So we have an assessment tool that we use called Prepare and Enrich, and it helps our couples, whether they're getting married or already married, kind of know a little bit about their personality. And one of the things that we assess is their assertiveness. And that is being able to have these hard conversations, right? But the other thing that goes really counterintuitive is the whole avoidance scale. Yes. Okay. So when the assertiveness is high and I speak what I want and I go after what I, what I need, okay, the avoidance is really low, but it goes the exact opposite. When we are low and assertive and we don't know how to speak what we want in a loving but assertive way, whew, those avoidance scale is going way high. And that's usually right. where we see the silent treatment and the avoidance and the partner dominance and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and mm. you know, the, uh, you talk about, you know, opposites attract and all those kind of things. You, you tend to have people at slightly different levels because, or, or different means, because if you had two assertive people who didn't have good skills, that can, that's where the hardcore arguing comes together. Mm. So, you know, that that's why you see that assertive person and then the other person's got the high on avoidance because mm-hmm. that's the kind of coexisting way that they have made it work. But there is a better way. Yeah. I mean, There's don't, a better don't way. make them think that you can't have two assertive, healthy people in no, a relationship. No, but practiced. Yeah. So, yeah. so me owning my avoidance by saying, okay, I need to practice being more assertive and mm-hmm. going after it. Linda needs to avoid uh, being too assertive and being a better listener. Okay. And it's the two of us coming together mm-hmm. to learn. And, and, and the reason why we're doing this, right? Like understanding like the marriage is so much more important than whether yeah. I am just going to be who I am. Or comfortable. You know, I mean, let's, let's face it. Sometimes we are the avoiders or we go silent because we just want to avoid hard conversations. Right. And I'm just telling you, it is so worth it to have hard conversations wrapped in applesauce, but I'm trusting that God is going to bless that. Okay. That God's not going to bless your going cold or going silent on your partner. And your response is your responsibility. If you're watching this video, it's because someone has shared it with you or God is the 
Holy Spirit has brought it to you in front of you for a reason. And I don't know what side of the fence you're on, but God wants a response from all of us because our response is our responsibility. We have We've got to do something with the knowledge and the understanding of where we're at in our relationship. Yeah. Uh, as we've said many times before, stop looking at your partner as if they have to change. Mm. Look at yourself as to what you need to change for the sake of this marriage. And if Linda looks at herself with a clear view and says, this is what I want to work on, and mm-hmm. I look at myself and say, this is what I need to work on, the two of us will both be taking care of each other. Yeah. Because yeah. we know what we need to do. We yeah. just need to start doing the work on ourself. And we've been doing this long enough to know that there's going to be times when you're in different places. And so we have had that where we have had one partner that said, I know we need help. They won't come. I'm coming anyway. And we say, come, come, invite them, but still come because your response is your responsibility. You can deal with what you have control over. And that's where we start. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when you go in to seek um, that help, we ask that you go to somebody who knows what they're doing, because if you go in and you just talk mm. to somebody who tells you what you want to hear, like, yeah. well, I can't believe that they shut down like that. I can't, you know, you want to talk to somebody that can help coach you mm. to be better at being you and helping that person come along. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because the other way just means you're going to be isolated farther and farther yeah. and farther I mean, away. We, we have to say that we have had people who have had some really bad counsel and they were licensed therapists who said, you know, leave your husband, get a divorce, you know, that affair is justified, like all kinds of things that it's like, please tell me they didn't tell you that, you know, I mean, you do what you can only do. But um, I, I think you're right, Merle, we, we've got to get to some really healthy biblical counsel. Right, right. Very Testing good. Testing everything stuff. against God's word. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, uh, marriage is based off of love and sacrifice, the sacrifice for each other. I was going to say the, love and sex. Whoa, where <laughs> that did too. that, I'm good, I'm not gonna have to edit that one out, that just came no, out of left love field. love and s- sacrifice, it's yeah, a, sacrifice. <laughs> which could be, no. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, l- let's boil this down mm. with the whole challenge of, if you are having difficulty with your partner, with your spouse, of just feeling like conversation never happens well, and if silent treatment or stonewalling is one of the ways that that comes out, it proves itself, then start to seek how you can help that situation. Mm-hmm. I would encourage you strongly in our challenge here to, to help your spouse by the two of you watching this together, okay? Mm-hmm. You, you see, this is a man coming from my perspective, Linda coming from her perspective, and this is why we do this show together. Mm-hmm. Because, listen, you, you know, I... I don't want men to act like women. I don't want women to act like men. No, please we, we, don't. <laughs> we both we both come in wired differently. Yeah. Okay. And and that is the dance of trying to get this to mm-hmm. work together and still honor each other and respect each other. But it can be a beautiful dance. It really can. I I don't I don't dance very well. You do. You're an awesome dancer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but we're here honestly to tell you that you don't have to settle, okay? I pray that you saw part of that video where I said, I'm not looking for someone else and I'm not giving up, okay? Ladies, gentlemen, if you have someone on the other end of that relationship that is going cold and staying silent, you still have a calling, a responsibility to be faithful, okay? Yep. And God is asking you to fight for your marriage, okay? And I'm just telling you, we have seen it. We have seen the heart and passion of one person really drop 
the walls down and soften the heart of their partner. It takes some work. It takes some tools. It's not like you're just poking the bear and getting your response. We want good things for your marriage, and they can be more than you ever could imagine. Yeah, we've seen people, Mm. I've seen hard construction guys, I've seen it where, you know, it's this is done. And, Mm. you know, at the end of the day, none of these guys want this marriage to be a bad thing. And by just a little bit of loosening of the grip on Mm. some old bad ways, what starts off weird and mechanical and not feeling very natural, a few very simple things Mm. can get the hearts to start to open again, get the Mm -hmm. blood start to pumping. And before you know it, they're actually enjoying each other again. So we see it all the time. It is, it is probably the single greatest reward we get in the actual work that we do uh, because we do see it. It's not like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that happens once in a while. No, it it happens a lot, but it all comes from the heart. And, and again, this is just the silent treatment is just a sign of a hurting heart. Yeah. You know, um, I had a couple in my in, in my office not too long ago that, you know, months ago they were literally yelling and being done and, and, and just calling it quits. And he sat grabbing his wife's hand saying, I feel like I have a girlfriend again. Mm. And it was just so... It just warmed my heart to see. And it really is, like you said, hon, something we do see. It is possible. There is hope, even when you feel like things have grown cold. One of my favorite verses, hon, is Ephesians 3, 20 and 21 that says, Now to him who is able to do more than we could ever ask or imagine, because it's his power at work in us to him be all the glory. And so that's our job is to allow the Holy Spirit to work in us and through us to reach into the heart of our partner and to soften his heart and her heart to grab together and to really become something that one, God has always wanted for your relationship and two is possible and better than you've ever experienced before. Yeah. All right. So great stuff. Hopefully mm-hmm. uh, you find this to be helpful. If it's not right in your wheelhouse right now, I bet mm-hmm. you know somebody who could use it. So mm-hmm. share this show. Give us five-star ratings. Help us uh, get th- this information, our content, up to the top of the search uh, engines. Yeah. We Subscribe. need your help to do that. Subscribe to yeah. our channels, our both our Rock Solid Radio as well as our Strong Dads. Mm-hmm. These are our, uh, our opportunities to get information out to you. We also would like like to thank Maxwell Construction and Casey's Outdoor Solution for being sponsors of all that we do here at Rock Solid Radio. Mm-hmm. So we want to thank those guys. So, um, hon, you got anything else? Yeah, we're going to try to connect and attach some other shows that we've done in the past that kind of connect with what we're talking about today. So even if this is not you right now, I pray that it helps to bring up those red flags so that you won't get to this place. Okay. And so if we can do some preventative work, that's even better. So thank you for listening to Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. Are you going I got nothing for you. <laughs> I got nothing for you. I love All you. Right. I love you. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana.
Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200.